You're listening to episode 38 of the Product Boss Podcast. In this episode, we wanted to show you an example of how someone took Instagram and got a little creative with it. Jacqueline? So we are so excited because we have Ashley Heron-Smith of Hudson County 60 on the episode today. And I had met Ashley through um, a group that I'm a part of, and she talked about her new business of Hudson County in 60 seconds, which is the county she lives in in New Jersey, and that she is actually doing this whole interview um, uh, show basically through Instagram. So she's making her, she's producing her own show and her own segments where she's interviewing businesses. And I thought this idea was so genius and so creative and using a platform in a different way than I've seen. She's editing her content. She's editing her videos. And basically people know that they can tune in to her website to see between 60 second to three minute individual, like basically they're each 60 second videos, but up to three minutes of an interview of a certain place of a business owner. And I wanted to share her with you. I know she's not a product-based business, but there's so much about this that you can apply to your business and thinking creatively when you are expanding into these platforms or when you're thinking about content and what to create. I want you guys to think about, you know, watch QVC, watch HSN, watch how they move their hands and touch their goods and how they sell, <laughs> sounded funny, but how they sell to their customers. And I want you to think about that when you're creating content and think about the fact that you can actually publish your own sort of sales channel. There's a lot of talk about IGTV. People haven't fully jumped in there yet. So right now, let's talk about building your stories, building your videos. You can do videos within your regular newsfeed of your um, of Facebook, on Instagram, or in your stories and as a highlight. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey everyone, I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. And this is a Just Jack episode. So welcome and thank you for being here. If you are joining us on Instagram or on Facebook, you will see that we have a guest, Ashley Heron-Smith from Hudson County 60. It's a 60-second unscripted Instagram docu-series that features a different Hudson County business each week. And Hudson County is in New Jersey. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to have you here. I am very excited. This is my first podcast, so I'm oh. a little nervous, but very excited. Well, you do this. That's why you're on because you do your lives. Yeah. And yeah. Videos. It's crazy how you can literally, I was hosting an episode this morning and this is what I was nervous about all day. <laughs> <laughs> you're so 
So cute. So Ashley and I are actually part of a group of like a mom entrepreneurial group in New Jersey, which is where we met. And I think we've shouted out to them before, but we'll do it again. So it's the Hoboken Moms Entrepreneurial Group. And it was lovely meeting her there. And we were talking about our businesses and she mentioned her new business and I just thought it was fascinating. So Ashley, would you mind telling our listeners about your new business? Yeah, absolutely. So it's called Hudson County 60. It is an Instagram docu-series, we feature a different local Hudson County business every week in two to three episodes a week, and each episode is 60 seconds or less. That's awesome. So I thought it was fascinating because we've been doing features on video for our listeners. They're all product-based entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. and we've been focusing on how to do video for Facebook Lives, just video in general, how we communicate with our customers. And so I had never thought of sort of like a series of videos on Instagram and in these 60-second clips. How did you come up with it? So it originally started, I mean, kind of kicking myself about it. Um, IGTV rolled out this week and we launched three Mondays ago. So the timing there was like a little like want, want, but we're going to stick with our 60 second model. And that came about because you could only post videos that were 60 seconds or less on Instagram, uh, unless it was live and that's on your story. So this, the whole idea kind of came to me when I was pregnant. Um, but obviously there were some physical limitations due to that pregnancy and kind of when I revisited the idea, I was talking about it with my mom and she's like, well, why don't you just put it on Instagram? Which is so weird that my mom came up with that. Um, but she, she did. And I was like, that's genius. Let's do it. And that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. So I know that there's the Instagram stories and we were just talking about how this weekend pretty much um, IGTV was launched. Yeah. So tell me the difference in each of those sort of places on Instagram of how you could, you could post video and why you're choosing to do it the way you're doing it. Okay. So we'll, I guess we'll start with IGTV, which is the newest and kind of the most unknown at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I can tell, firstly, it's in profile. So it's not horizontal, it's vertical. It also allows you to do, I believe, 4K resolution where Instagram actual posts only allow uh, 1080p. Um, So the resolution is lower, which is why some of my videos actually look a little lower um, because it's shot in 4K, but it doesn't allow us to post like that. It also allows you to have videos that are up to an hour long IGTV. But other than that, like there's, from what I've been reading, there's a lot that's kind of unknown in terms of how that really boosts your following, how you can potentially monetize it. So that's why I haven't quite made the jump yet, but my director and I were actually talking about it today and we're considering playing with both. Testing. Um, Yeah. Then there's also Instagram stories, which are the 15 second clips or pictures, um, Instagram Live, which I believe there's probably some time limit on Instagram Live. I don't know what it is, but that lives in your stories. And then there are the actual Instagram posts, which again, lower resolution, 60 second limit. I mean, although you can post like a like a slideshow, so you could slide and do that, um, which I played with in my first week. And then I realized you can't see how many views, which when you're trying to potentially monetize things, you want your views your view counter up there. Um, So that's really the primary difference. I think Instagram live too, or it's because, or the stories, sorry, your Instagram stories only live for 24 hours. 
Yes. Yes. So I mean, there's a way to highlight it and mm. save it, but I don't know if anyone actually uses, I don't look at people's highlights. Okay. Yeah. And like, for example, my husband had a performance and I did an Instagram live because he has more followers on Instagram than he does on Facebook. And I did actually post an hour show, but it was so big. I tried to save it and I couldn't save the video. And so really the video just kind of went, which I didn't love. Um, it was oh, there, so you couldn't even download it to your phone? I tried, but it was so big. It just didn't, you know, when you're out and maybe you're not connected to Wi-Fi, and it just, yeah. it was kind of a shame that I wasn't able to save it. Yeah, that's, that's a real bummer. So I love this idea of these like 60 second videos. How did you come up with 60 seconds? Why not longer or shorter? Well, I think that technology has really messed with our attention spans, particularly the millennial attention span. I forget what the actual study is, but you have like some allotted amount of time to really captivate people um, before they just keep moving. Right. So I wanted a way to get people to watch and to keep their attention. And I think when people know that it's only going to be 60 seconds, it's like, oh, this is fun. And it also, it forces us to be fast. It forces us to really rely on visuals to just kind of keep it up and keep it going. And, do you and, edit or do you uh, my, live? My uh, director does. Okay. Yeah. It's highly, I mean, there was, we spent, so the one that's up this week, Andrew Koslow, we spent four hours making an actual table and boiled it down to two minutes of footage. So yeah, it's, it, it has to be like, if not, it would just be incomplete and weird and all over the place. Too fast. And if you guys head over to Hudson County 60 on Instagram, it's super cute. And Ashley, like you're so cute in it too. Like just, thanks. (laughs) you you. know, just like fun. You see it and it looks like you're having fun. So you want to see why you're having fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. No one wants to watch. I mean, I guess there's somebody out there who wants to watch boring programming, but I don't want to watch it. And I have an actual production background and I am an avid television watcher. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like for the most part, I get what people want to see. Like Sesame Street. Remember back in the day, Sesame Street, and they would go to like the Crayola factory tour. Mm -hmm. That was always fascinating for me. Yeah. Um, So I kind of wanted to find a way to replicate that with this. Which there is one. I don't know where you are in this one where you're wearing the goggles and the yellow shirt. Oh, yeah. That's that's the Andrew Koslow one. That one was so much fun. It also very much depends on like who you're you're working with and you want to make sure you're you're like jiving and you can kind of be yourself and the ones where I feel like I have to be very proper and just not be me are the ones that I feel like all right we'll see where this goes <laughs> and so how do you pick that first image like what's the image that you put as your holder I wish I could say that I pick them it's <laughs> how it is sent to me by my editor and I'm just like well this works Okay. There's, there's a, there's so many moving parts and so many things I do that I'm like, I'm not going to nitpick about this, but I probably should. So if someone's going to do it themselves, let's say, and they don't have a director and an editor, how do you think they could sort of pull this off on their own? So technology is everywhere, right? It is literally at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. All you need is a phone. I mean, we have a, we use a real camera. My director, Cian Martin Garcia, he like actually edits, I think on Premiere. But you don't need to do that. You can, there's iMovie on your laptop. I'm pretty sure that PCs have some version like that. Mm -hmm. There's ways to do it. I don't, did you see Tangerine, the movie? Mm -mm. Um, So Tangerine was an indie movie from a few years ago. My husband actually worked on it and it was entirely shot on iPhones. Oh. 
which is just kind of fascinating. I mean, this is a movie that was distributed nationwide and nominated for awards and stuff. And it was all done on a phone. That's pretty amazing. So anyone can do it. And you can even edit on iMovie on your iPhone now. Yeah. There's no reason not to do it. I mean, it's the way the world's going and it's accessible and free and easy. Right. So since we're at the beginning, we're a few episodes in, how are you tagging, hashtagging? How are you getting people to know about your business? Yeah, that's kind of the hardest thing to navigate. I've listened to every free webinar and read every article and every podcast I can. And the biggest tip I kind of found was don't go for the most popular hashtag. So I avoid the hashtags. I have like a million plus followers and I stick with the ones in the thousands because then when people hit it, I tend to be in the top there. Uh. That was kind of the most helpful hint. Otherwise, I'm still playing with it. I change um, based on the business. I always stick with Hudson County and in there, but that's, that's really... The person who perfectly navigates that and figured that out is a real genius. Have you had the, the businesses that you interviewed, do you have them also sharing with their followers or are you, are you trying to get people onto your show that have followers? Initially, yes. But the very idea of my show is to, I guess I should tell you, can I tell you how this show came about? Yeah. The idea came about. So I grew up in Hudson County. My husband and I bought a house in Union City. I was, we were living in Weehawken and I kind of started going to Jersey City Heights. And that was an area when I was in high school that my mom would be like, you don't get out of the car there. Like you don't go there. It's very dangerous. And now those houses are millions, they're like a million dollars. Like you cannot (laughs) afford to live there. So naturally all these great businesses and artists and, and you know, people who have a passion are moving into Hudson County. And it used to be you had to go into New York City to get these things and you don't own anymore. Right. So I really wanted to highlight that. Um, and then I forgot the actual question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So we were talking about um, like the followers, the point of your show though, the story of how your show came about. Yeah. But the, fo- oh, so do I look for people with followings? Because it's, they're small businesses. They don't always have a large following. Um, we shot with Sojo Spa in Edgewater, which is mm-hmm. right outside of Hudson County. I lived next door at the Avalon. Oh, okay. That's where I lived before I moved. Oh, gotcha. Is that, that's the Italian looking one? No, no. That's the Alexandria. If you guys knew what this building looked like, it looked like Caesar's Palace on the Hudson. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's intense, that building. <laughs> It is intense. Um, and, and half of it's empty because it's by a sewage plant. And so half of the side of it smells like sewage. So it's crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. And you have that beautiful abandoned driving range right across the street. <laughs> so speaking of places that were coming up, so where I used to live, it was it was the same thing. It's like this, it all used to be um, like shipping docks and there's like super fund areas, which like the EPA has closed down, but then they have these like multi-million dollar condos on the water because you get to look at New York city. This is crazy. crazy. But Sojo is amazing. It was my, it was my place. Sojo is amazing. And they have a ton of followers. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's going to definitely work in our, in our benefit, but there's, you know, a lot of people who don't. And so it's kind of like, that's not what it's about. I do have my own little like tricks to try and get more followers. One of which is doing uh, a giveaway every week mm-hmm. um, with the business. 
because then they repost it. And in order to, you know, get that, you have to follow my page, follow their page, tag friends, which automatically they're just going to be looking at what they're tagged in. Um, but no, it's, it's that kind of concept had to go out the window. Have you seen any growth in your followers? So this is our third week. And when I started, I went from 210 followers and today I'm at 475. Yeah, about. So I saw you on June 13th and I think you had mentioned your followers. I think it was a couple hundred because when I went on today, you're, you're over double what you're yeah. at and we're at July 27th or no, yeah. June 27th. So a couple yeah. weeks later. And I've only promoted one video. Amazing. Um, and you know, you can see the insights and that actually has not gotten me any followers, my promotion. So it's been a really interesting, like just, I'm so fascinated to see like what works, what doesn't work. So tell um, us about your promotion then. What, what did you do with that? Um, so I just promoted, I spent, I think $30 to promote for six days. The video from this past Monday with Andrew Coslow, our first one. What I did notice is it, I had like 70 something percent women were my viewers and it changed it. Like everyone that was viewing the promotion was like 80 something percent men, which Hmm. I don't know who does that. I certainly didn't do that. I know you can, but I didn't pick that. That was really fascinating. It definitely brought a lot of eyes to the video. It brought some eyes to my profile, but it hasn't gained me any followers. The giveaways are the biggest, the biggest thing. This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy and to boost your growth into the new year, We'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information. So applying this to our product bosses, I thought that it was great because we've always talked about doing Facebooks or Facebook Lives and having a community, let's say. So we've had on Veronica from Vintage Meets Modern, and she meets every Wednesday with her VIP group and basically features a product. And then they have the ability to pre-buy within this Facebook community. But where we're starting to see this sort of, this end point is that if Facebook and the way that the algorithms have changed and all of that, that we don't know if how do you actually expand? So as many as, as many Facebook lives as I do within my group or within my community, it's not necessarily showing up on people's pages versus, or on their feeds versus Instagram. If you're using the right hashtags and people are searching that you're actually able to maybe reach out to people outside of your following. Yeah. I mean, and now you can follow hashtags, which is particularly helpful in, in my growing things Mm -hmm. because I just, in my feed, I just get people who hashtag Weehawken, hashtag Hoboken, and I like those or I comment on them. And, you know, I don't use a bot for that. It's all me. And I have seen growth through that. Yeah. Um, interacting. Yeah. Instagram is, I, I've, I'm more familiar with Instagram, even though I've been on Facebook for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Facebook is a very interesting model in that it went from being something that teenagers and college kids used to now like my mom's friends used it primarily. And it's basically to like complain or be like, Hey, look, I had dinner tonight. So (laughs) 
It's a whole other navigation in terms of page. I think I have like 60 followers on Facebook and I, I just like kind of hit post to Facebook on Instagram. Instagram has been my main focus and it, it seems to be the one that you can actually organically figure out somehow. Right. Right. And Facebook also, since, you know, age wise, because I think we were in college or I was in college when Facebook came out. Yeah. Um, then as you, as we had grown with it, then we posted pictures of our kids. And then there was this, almost this revolt of people being like, well, people are just posting pictures of their kids. So if they didn't have kids, they didn't care. Or you were then now sharing pictures with your family and, so where I use Facebook is our community. So we have the Product Boss community. So it's just a place for us all to gather and talk Yeah, for business. I think it's great for that. Yeah. So Facebook has turned into that, into business. But our page, for example, doesn't have a lot of interaction. We post our, our episodes if someone ends up there. But really, we want everyone into our community so that we can engage and have conversation. And because we're a service-based business where we can talk about stuff that's happening versus like Veronica has a jewelry business. And so she has people in there being like, Hey guys, Oh my God, look at what I got, you know, like, and can have features on her products. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is because what I'm doing is such a new model, I don't even know how to like Facebook is so daunting to figure out right now, but it makes perfect sense. I mean, I see people kill it on Facebook and I think like, like the Hoboken moms group, like the product boss, it's, a really great asset to have people come together and kind of like do something like that. I just don't know how to navigate it for this. As right. you can see, I am still new to all of this too. So it's all like a learning thing. Yeah. Well, there's also, like we said, like there's growth and we tell our listeners to focus on one platform. Yeah. And again, like this model of you doing these, you know, two to three 60 second segment videos is this new thing too, where people were talking about doing stories. Um, they'll post videos, but I think having like a content calendar or having something super planned out and yep. strategic. So I would say for our product-based businesses, if they wanted to do, you know, every Wednesday they released an episode, it's the same thing that we're doing with our podcast, you know, every yep. Thursday our episodes released and it could be, I mean, and you can tell me what you think, but coming up with some sort of topic. So whether they're featuring a product or if like they even schedule out like the first week of the month, we talk about style. The second week of the month, we talk about a featured product, the third, and you know, and maybe having a sale once a month or some sort of something that if they follow you and watch you, they get that discount to buy. I think giving people incentive to watch is the absolute best thing you can do. It's where I've seen the most growth. And like, who doesn't love free things? Like everybody, even if it's just free, not, I mean, incentives, the way to go. If you have a way to, to do that, if there's something you can do, I say, do it. I mean, and if it's, if you have a product, if you're making jewelry, like it can't hurt to be like, Hey, here's a, you get a free pair of these beautiful earrings. I don't know. That's my personal opinion. I just, it's been hands down the best thing for me. Yeah. And it could be, it could even be for engagement. So like comment, yep. share the person who shares the most, they'll get this, you know, where you can kind of track them. Yep. Um, use this hashtag and whoever hashtags it the most by Wednesday gets a free pair of earrings. Yeah. And there's so many, like you said, there's so many different contests that you can do to get that interaction. Mm-hmm. 
So I want to read your bio though on Instagram so people can kind of see, because when you said giveaways, how do people know there's giveaways unless they watch it? So yours is Hudson County 60, what's happening in Hudson County in 60 seconds, a little clock emoticon, and then lightning business, a lightning little emoticon, and then business events, people, and giveaways. And then it has your um, being able to reach you individually. Yeah. So I like that it says giveaways and that's something that, you know, people can really highlight like weekly videos with features and giveaways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think again, because it's been the thing that's really worked for me in terms of following, I want those people that come to my page because they were probably brought there by a giveaway to know, like stick around because we're going to do this every week and it's worth you staying here so that we didn't run the risk of people leaving after that giveaway. I know I've done it. I know I've entered a giveaway on Instagram and been like, yeah, okay, I'll follow you. And then the next time they post and the giveaway is done, I'm like, oh yeah, 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 bye. But it's also local. So it really is a tight community. Like you're not looking to get, I mean, at some point your growth might not hit a capacity, but it's not going to be millions and millions and millions and millions because it's people who are interested in Hudson County. Well, the plan is to eventually expand to be but, like your own network where you feature other companies, right? Or something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, there's a cap here. I mean, I could certainly still hit thousands locally, but yeah, I'm sure there's, I don't know what that cap is. Hopefully we'll find out. Uh, well, I think, but, but to your point, and when I say that, I mean, we also often tell people like a niche within a niche, like niche yeah. down. It's not about being so big, but it's niching down and you have super niched it. I mean, you could have done just Hoboken, just Weehawken, but then that really is quite small. But seeing the county, because in Jersey, which is not where I'm local to, so these counties is a whole new... Oh yeah. That's like a real thing here. It's just like what exit, you know, it's very (laughs) much the same thing. It's like Sussex County, Essex County, Hudson County, and it's all about the taxes. But um, (laughs) I also have no idea that any other County, by the way, I don't know what, like where these other counties are and stuff, but I do know Hudson. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I, so I love that. So it's like reaching out to businesses when new businesses come featuring it. But it's like you said, it's people that are hashtagging Hudson County or the neighborhood. Like I lived where Sojo was and I would hashtag that, or I was looking for things to do. So even with new businesses, for example, if let's say you're a soap company and you're out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you could also hashtag Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and talk about events or go lives because at least you're bringing people in that are kind of like, I'm going to get behind this girl. She's our girl. She's from our city. People love local business. I mean, it's a huge, especially because we're living in a time of like fast fashion and just Uber companies. People love the idea of supporting their local homegrown, you know, small guy. Yeah. Who doesn't? It's great. It's, I, I think it's great. And, and people are all about it. So really good hashtags. I think it's like small business love. That's a really good one. Oh, Although awesome. if you feel it now, I'm going to have to find a new one because <laughs> you're going to go in the million. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not so big on the Instagrams just yet. <laughs> uh, well, That's I'll where, like, we're not, because I think we are technically millennials, like at the top of millennials. I don't yeah. know where we are, but I'm- We're, we're millennials, believe it I'm or not. crossing into old lady territory yeah. where I'm like, how do you work this gadget? Like, I didn't know millennials go to bed at 8.30. <laughs> I thought they were like still traveling the world and avoiding <laughs> real jobs. Sorry, millennials. I'm part of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Same here. Same here. 
I guess one of the things that people get afraid of is going live. So I think yeah. you said you were an actress yeah. or you are an actress. Yes. And so you're comfortable in front of the camera, but if someone's not, what do they do to rev themselves up to do this? I mean, I don't think you have to go live. If you're, you know, some kind of retail business, I don't understand why. I mean, I don't see a reason why you would have to go live. You could absolutely record a video. If it makes you feel better to record a video, watch it and say, oh, no, no, no. I record it again. Why wouldn't you? Go for it. I do it myself all the time. I'm not totally comfortable going live. I am experimented with event coverage this weekend. And I went live and I was, wasn't the most comfortable experience. And that's what I've done theater. It still was not the most comfortable experience because it, it, there's something like so voyeuristic about it. It's a, mm. It gets a little scary. But yeah, I don't, think, I don't think anyone needs to do it if, if they don't want to. You can totally edit it and it's not that hard. And then in terms of a background or stability of the camera, like any sort of tips that you can give, lighting, anything like that? Well, definitely have your camera point up at your ceiling fan so people are just <laughs> by that the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could really guide you on setting up a shot. All I can tell you is try and have a solid background and a tripod is great or a selfie stick. You can buy camera equipment so cheap on Amazon. I don't mean an actual like great cameras, but you can buy a tripod that does a job just fine on Amazon. Like Amazon is the best asset I think there is. I have a ring light, which I think I can, if I turn the light down, I can kind of show everybody, which I bought on Amazon and it was something that I really wanted. So you can- Oh, it's huge. I love that. It's a ring light. (gasps) And I learned that from a a YouTuber. Let me turn it back on so I'm not, so you can, yeah, so see. Oh, and it makes such a great difference. I need a ring light. It helps with the, like, flushes it all out. So that's probably too bright. But- um. Amazon's like a hundred, like it's, it was something I had to invest in. There is a stabilizer. So if you're a product, you're not necessarily in the field like you, for example. So if they have a good background and probably if you're doing a product, I would say what, like a plain background. Yeah. And then good lighting. Cause everything looks better. And then I could be the soap girl from Wisconsin or the candle person and be selling my candle. Yeah. You don't, you want to be, you want the light shining on you and not behind you. That's the biggest tip I can give you. That's, okay. That's, that's the one I've really learned. Don't be in front of the light. Have it on. No backlighting. No backlighting. And then I would say like watching QVC, HSN, where you see them touch things and like this smells and like using descriptive words and touching and you're like, oh yeah, I, I want to touch that shirt that Lisa Renna keeps touching. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. Um, yeah. I love Lisa Renna. I mean, who else can sell Depends like that and, and still be amazing? She's like, I'll sell anything. And it's money, I'll sell her. Anything. You know what? Me too. Why not? I know. Um, yeah, I just touching is really good. And I also think aesthetics are a big part of things. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things I see repeatedly when I do research on how to have a good Instagram page is like stick to a color palette. I don't do that because it's video mostly. But when I go to a perfectly curated Instagram page, ugh, nothing gives me like more of a feeling. I love, I love a color palette, like a really good color palette on an Instagram page. I agree. I, yes. And I think it's on... I think Unsplash where you can get free Unsplash. You can get free downloaded um, images. And so what I would do is I would sometimes search like red photos and it would bring up everything red. And then I would actually save things that I felt like were applicable to my site. Oh, that's really 
I didn't even know about that. And then you can kind of save them in their own files. And so when I was posting, then like maybe the nine posts that I did were all on the white palette. And then, cause you know how you can go through some, yeah. and it's like a rainbow. I love that. But it wasn't my, I wasn't doing my photos. Listen, I haven't fully worked it out either, but, um, one thing I will say for color is if let's say you are selling a candle and there's a whole bunch of different colors and packaging, maybe you have all of the like pressure cookers and the different colors lined up next to you and yeah. then during one, and then you can show them the different colors here. Yep. Um, because one of the tips I heard was seeing things in action and seeing all of your options. So like someone using something or, or like interacting with it and then also being able to see all the pretty things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can also do filters if you mm-hmm. kind of with you know want to do that with video. But what's your favorite filter? I really like a color story. I just started playing with it. Do you mean like actual filter or like app for filters? Well, how about both? Like, is there anything you know? Like, people will always go to the same filter on their you know Instagram. Yeah, I used to be. A, I used to be a big Hudson filter. Okay. Um, on Instagram, but now I just do everything through a color story, which. It's not free. You like there's in-app purchases. It's like two ninety nine to buy like this set of colors. But I really like it. I think it doesn't look cheesy. I have a real weird thing about logos and cheesiness. There's a, <laughs> there's a business around here that we need in this area. I'm in Union City. We need it really badly, but their font is papyrus, and it just drives <laughs> my husband and I crazy. Like so we don't know that yeah. <laughs> so what is this? So what's the app that you use for color? Color, a story? color story. And what does it do? So it's basically, it just has a bunch of different filters and then you can do things like light dream things, you know, like, like a flare, like a lens flare, the speckles, you can do different aging on it. I just really like the way it filters color. Again, it doesn't make it look cheesy. So we'll put that in our show notes as well. So everyone yeah. can kind of get a, get a hold of that. Okay. So I like to wrap up our interviews with some fun fast fire questions. Oh boy. Okay. They're fun. Don't okay. worry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to just go for it. What is your favorite? What's your coffee order? Black. Black. Me too. Yeah. Small. Um, and I don't say tall or grande or any of that. It's just small. Small. So they're like, wait, what? What size? Yeah. I refuse to give in. That's awesome. Sometimes I say medium and they look at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Medium, your middle size. Yeah, just like the middle size coffee. It's so easy. Sorry. No. Defeated rapid fire. <laughs> it's okay. What's your what's the favorite thing on your desk? I don't have one. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So finish the sentence. When I pick up my phone, I look at Instagram. You wish you knew how to. So Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. What was the last show you binge watched? Oh my God. I am currently (laughs) binge watching Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a millennial. I just got done with trying to watch. I subscribed to Hulu to watch Designated Survivor because I heard so much about the first season, but no, the second season I'm done. My dad loves that show. I can't think of it. That is not a millennial show. That's for sure. I was like looking for a prison break or like a something. I was looking for something. All right. And I also am a TV person. Uh, what should the title on your business card actually say? Boss bitch. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And then do you have an alter ego or stage persona? I do. I like to call her CZ, short for cubic zirconia, because she looks like the real thing, but she's not. It's a... It's a you know, I'm an actor. So there's like a whole, I have like a list of characters that I just 
like to play with, but that one's my favorite. That's my kind of like my urban Ashley. I love it. Yeah. She's bad and she's kind of dirty, but not like, just kind of like grimy, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's best answer so far. Yeah. She curses a lot, you know. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. So would you mind telling our listeners how they can find you? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You can definitely find us on Instagram at at Hudson County 60. The number is not spelt out. We also have a corresponding blog where you can find more information about each business. And that is HudsonCounty60.com. You can look us up on Facebook, but you already know the place to go is Instagram. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Thanks, Ashley. Thank you so much. This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy. And to boost your growth into the new year, We'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information. Loved this episode of the Product Boss Podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We would so appreciate it.